as God intended. Let's go. Healers, and welcome to another episode of Looking for Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are not medicine, but love always is. I'm your host, Dr. Brian Artis, and thank you so much for listening. Remember to tell all your freedom friends they can join us live on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network and via recorded podcast at americaoutloud.com. Also on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora networks, just download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, or Alexa, whatever you need to listen at your leisure. Looking for Healing Radio is being brought to you today by GlobalHealing.com, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference, integrity, and love for medicine making can make for you. Go to GlobalHealing.com and enter promo code OUTLOUD, O-U-T-L-O-U-D, and discover the medicine God intended for us all. Get incredible deals and find Global Healing and all the wonderful AOL sponsors at AmericaOutloud.shop. Healers, we have a great show for you today. You're going to be spending time with, yeah, just me. With Dr. Artis, one of the things I actually enjoy doing when each week is wrapping up, I love going into the mainstream media and finding out what are they talking about. So we're going to have a discussion today, and I'm going to go through some of the headlines. One of my favorite places to start, if you've been paying attention to this radio show, is starting with CNN Health. So I'm going to go to CNN Health today. I'm going to read the very first article that's highlighted as their headline. All right, so in CNN Health today, remember this is Looking for Healing Radio. It appears there's a whole lot of people looking for healing and life-saving drugs in vending machines. All right. CNN right now has an article titled, How Vending Machines Help States Battle the Opioid Crisis. Quote, you don't know when you're going to need these products. End quote. This is written by Jacqueline Howard at CNN. All right. So I'm going to read just some highlights out of this article. In the darkest moments, Jason Hall felt worthless. During his childhood and early adulthood, he said there were times when he would drink too much alcohol, pop pills at nightclubs, and inevitably do something or say something that would hurt people he loved. Hall, who's 41 years old, would never have thought that his life journey would take him from those dark experiences to potentially saving lives with his work refilling Vending machines loaded with a drug called naloxone. N-A-L-O-X-O-N-E. Naloxone. Over-the-counter naloxone, known by the brand name Narcan, is an inhaled medication used to reverse an opioid overdose while it's happening. Naloxone vending machines, which provide the medications for free, can help people access dose doses quickly and reduce someone's risk of dying from an opioid overdose since ideally the medication should be given immediately. The vending machines also offer free fentanyl test strips, small strips of paper that can test drugs for the presence of fentanyl, a powerful synthetic opioid that drives most overdose deaths in the United States. All right, a couple of first thoughts here. You guys are hearing this full article or these statements in full as I'm hearing them for the first time. So what stands out to you? All right, so CNN Health is talking about opioid overdosing crises. 
in Oklahoma. We're learning that there are vending machines all over Oklahoma where they're offering free drugs called naloxone to help with opioid overdoses or overdoses of other drugs too. And then they're also offering free fentanyl test strips also. Uh, all right, this is pretty disgusting. Uh, your question should be, why would any drug manufacturer want to give naloxone for free to people? That'd be my first question. Kind of reads like the COVID-19 vaccines were free. Why would the government and why would mainstream media be publicizing there's free drugs for people? Well, we're going to get into some of this drug naloxone here in just a minute because I'm going to teach you everything you need to know. But before we go there, let's continue. The vending machines also offer free fentanyl from California to New York. Vending machines stocked with harm reduction tools have been placed in areas where high numbers of opioid overdoses have been reported. In Oklahoma, some of the machines are located along turnpikes, in casinos, on university campuses, at libraries, or outside of fire stations. A CNN analysis of state health departments finds that at least 33 states, yeah, I find that not ironic, 33 states uh, in the District of Columbia have naloxone vending machines. 33 states and Washington in the District of Columbia. In some states like Oregon, only, sorry, city or county health departments or local nonprofits might operate the machines without state involvement. Other states like Delaware don't currently have vending machines but plan to launch programs this year. The size of these programs can vary. Oklahoma plans to expand its program this year from 27 machines to 40 vending machines. Other large programs can be found in places like Michigan, where Wayne County officials announced last month plans to deploy 100 vending machines containing naloxone. When working with the vending machines in Oklahoma, Hall often reflects on his experiences to inform his work. As a senior field representative for harm reduction campaigns at the Oklahoma Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services, he leads community training sessions on harm reduction as well as helping restock dozens of naloxone vending machines for people to access anonymously. And then he says, quote, People's reasons for using substances are as vast and different as they are for different types of suffering. I grew up as a queer kid in a small town, and it was not a super cool thing to be in the 80s and 90s, said Hall, who is based in Oklahoma City. Quote, you're basically told from a very young age that this is kind of the worst thing that you can be. You internalize that, and it creates a lot of depression and anxiety. Hall, who is now sober, said that at a young age, he turned to substances like methamphetamines or opioids to give him the feeling of confidence he craved at that time. And in his mid-30s, Hall sought treatment of substance, substance use disorders. This followed me my entire life, he says. Then I got to a place where I wasn't using methamphetamines and opioids, and alcohol was my substance of choice. He said, I was a very cool hipster guy. I was vegan, and I only rode a bicycle around. It's funny that I was very particular about the foods that I would eat, but as far as substances, I wasn't so picky. People are dying every minute of the day, they state in this article. More than 111,000 people in the U.S. died from a drug overdose in the 12-month 12 12 period that ended in September 2023. When we're talking about overdose death rates, I've got any number of friends. I see their face every time I see these numbers. And when we talk about the number of overdose reversals that come from kits that are distributed by our community partners. When I hear those numbers, he says, I hear the voices of my friends that are currently struggling with substance use disorders. He, he said, eyes filling with tears. It's very real to me. I'm only going to read one more paragraph here. 
They state that overall, the number of overdose deaths overdose deaths associated with any drug continues to increase each month in the United States. Although the pace appears to be slowing, deaths reached a record high in May and changed a little in the following months through September. They said the machines need to be restocked every single day. There's so many people that want naloxone. All right, so let's talk about naloxone. All right. So I, I want you guys to understand something. These are free vending machines. You can just walk up to them. They're putting them all over the place, all over states. 33 different states have them right now. Naloxone is a drug that you inhale. In a time of crisis, when you're having an overdose of a drug. Such as opioids. All right. Well, I want you to know that on drugs.com, where they actually post as much information as they can online about drugs and prescriptions. They even have it for over-the-counter medications. All right. So if you go to naloxone on drugs.com, there's a section titled naloxone nasal spray instructions. And then there's one titled after giving a dose of naloxone. So for any of you who have loved ones, maybe that are, uh, maybe you are going to a vending machine to get free naloxone for your loved one who's struggling with a drug addiction, which is a very big problem around the world. Each naloxone nasal spray contains only one dose of medicine and cannot be reused. This is important. This is why they're flying off the shelf, I guess. Lay the person on their back, support their neck with your hand, and allow the head to tilt back before giving the nasal spray. Remove the nasal spray from the box, peel back the tab to open the nasal spray blister. Hold the nasal spray with your thumb on the bottom of the plunger and your first and middle fingers on either side of the nozzle. Do not apply any pressure until you're ready to give the dose. Then it says, gently insert the tip of the nozzle into one nostril until your fingers on either side of the nozzle are against the bottom of the person's nose. Press the plunger firmly to give the dose of nasal spray. Then after giving the dose, remove the nasal spray from the nostril. Then it states this. Remember, these are free drugs in vending machines around the country. It says this on drugs.com. After giving a dose of naloxone, quote, you need to get emergency medical help as soon as you have been given the injection or nasal spray, period. All right, so do you think everybody out there with these free vending machines getting naloxone know that the moment you give this to somebody or receive it yourself, you're supposed to seek emergency medical help? Then it says, tell the healthcare provider that you've given a dose of this medicine. You have to report this to a medical doctor. Then it says, turn the patient on their side to place them in the recovery position after giving them the, the naloxone dose. If symptoms continue or return after using this medicine, an additional dose may be needed. If you're giving additional doses, use a new nasal spray or a new injection every two to three minutes and continue to watch the person closely until emergency help has arrived. God, I hope this reaches people that are doing this. You may need to perform CPR on the person while you are waiting for emergency help to arrive. Uh, I hope you're ready for that. Using naloxone does not take the place of emergency medical care. Hope y'all heard that. So opioid overdoses, drug overdoses, naloxone alone, you're supposed to call 911 immediately. As soon as you give them the dose, then you're going to put them on their side. You might have to administer a few doses. You may have to perform CPR, and you have to stay with them until medical care arrives. Okay.
All right, now, those are the instructions on how to use it. Now, this naloxone inhaler, I'm going to actually... I'm going to take you to the side effects of this drug that's for free all over the country now. Just crazy to me. Yeah, they, they talk about worrying about side effects of vitamin C and supplements in stores. and telling you how dangerous those can be. Imagine giving out drugs to people for free, those who have problems with drugs. All right, serious side effects of naloxone, along with... It's needed effects. Naloxone may cause some unwanted effects, although not all these effects may occur. If they do occur, you need medical attention. Check with your, your medical doctor immediately if you have any of these symptoms that occur when naloxone has been sprayed up the nostril of yourself or someone else. First, you call the medical doctors. Then you wait for emergency medical professionals to show up, put them on their side. You may have to give a few administrations of these naloxone inhaled sprays, and you might have to do CPR. Then you need to pay attention to this. If the individual displays agitation, you need to make sure you're waiting for 911 to show up. If they have body aches, chest pain, coughing, that sometimes produces a pink frothy sputum, that is a side effect of naloxone, and that would be really scary to the person watching. If the person starts crying more than usual, especially in babies, do you know you can give naloxone to babies? If the person starts experiencing diarrhea, difficulty breathing, uh, that sounds scary. I wonder if any homeless people are ready for this scenario, if they're going to give it to each other. Fast pounding or irregular heartbeat, fever, goose pumps, increased or excessive unconscious or jerking move it, movement. All right, so if the person starts having a seizure, uh, you're supposed to wait for 911 to show up. Uh, if they have an irregular, fast, slow, or shallow breathing, irritable, nausea, or start vomiting, or if they're very nervous or turn pale or have blue lips, fingernails, or skin that starts, that's a side effect of naloxone. If they get restless, have seizures, start shivering, sneezing, sweating, swelling in their legs and ankles, if they start trembling, if they have weakness, they have yawning, you're supposed to call your medical doctor. Now, when you get to healthcare professionals' notes on drugs.com for naloxone, since I am a healthcare professional, I'm going to take you through what they want to make sure I know about this drug. And I need to tell you about this drug, naloxone. That's for free in vending machines. Did you know that naloxone, in 10% of people that they give it to, so for every 10 people who are receiving naloxone for free from vending machines, just know tachycardia, hypotension, which is lethal low blood pressure, and hypertension are published side effects. Also, arrhythmias and bradycardia. They also publish that it is rare, but cardiac arrest has been reported. So the person died from the drug. All right. So now this is important also. They mention here that patients who have had heart disease if they have been treated for heart disease, they have reported when given naloxone, they experience hypotension, high blood pressure, atrial and ventricular tachycardia, which is changes in your rhythm as your heartbeat, ventricular fibrillation, AFib, left ventricular failure, and cardiac arrest, death, coma, 
and encephalopathy have been reported as a consequence of using naloxone, death, coma, and brain swelling. They also report dizziness and headaches neurologically in 10% of all people that get it. You can even see worse depression occur. You can see they, they publish pulmonary edema. Their lungs filling with water is another side effect that has been reported. Nausea and vomiting is in about 10% of people that get the drug. Psychiatrically, there is agitation, hallucinations, and tremors that have been reported as a side effect to those drugs. All right, now, this is naloxone. The first article on CNN Health is talking about overdosing on drugs and a free vending machine over-the-counter drug that is known to cause death, coma, <laughs> cardiac arrest. Pretty ridiculous. All right, we're going to continue here on the opposite of the break. We'll continue into various topics. Uh, remember, you can listen and learn from Dr. Brian Artis, Nicola Burnett, Dr. H, and Dr. Jana Schmidt every Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific. And go to our show page on americaoutloud.com to submit a health question we can all answer on Friday. On Looking for Healing Radio, we're always here for you. Stay tuned after the break. We'll have coming up. We'll be right back with more Looking for Healing Radio just for you right after these messages. Lean, pure, with premium ingredients, Global Healing's Pure Plant Protein offers 20 grams of protein per scoop, and it's a perfect way to maintain and build lean muscle while indulging yourself. It combines enzymes and probiotics to maximize nutrient absorption, improving digestion, and your gut health. Available in vanilla and chocolate flavors, elevate your protein consumption while supporting your overall wellness with pure plant protein. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer, this stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. All right, healers, welcome back. Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing students just like you. The best way to be free is to be healthy. Learn how at www.energetichealthinstitute.org. Holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, art of cellular healing, and so much more. Join the EHI family and let's make tomorrow amazing. Go to www.energetichealthinstitute.org. All right, let's continue here. We're going to go to CNN Health. All right, so in the previous segment, we wrapped up talking about naloxone. Uh, remember, it's free to in vending machines. It's also known to cause death, coma, heart attack, arrest, 
particularly in people who've ever had post-operative procedures and diagnosed with cardiovascular diseases. All right. That's important to know. Plus it has all kinds of, anyway, I don't, I don't like this idea of self-drugging people around the country, nor would I trust whatever it is that's being put in those drugs that are for free. You might want to ask yourself, why would the government want to give you free naloxone? All right. So we're going back to CNN health. And the next article is, uh, this was published on Thursday, February 22nd, 2024. Wendy Williams has the same progressive brain condition as Bruce Willis. Now, I really can't wait to get into this topic for everybody. All right. Former talk show host Wendy Williams has been diagnosed with aphasia. Aphasia, A-P-H-A-S-I-A, and frontotemporal dementia, the same conditions that have affected actor Bruce Willis. Okay. All right. Uh, please stick with me on this one. This is going to be a really fun for me segment. What is aphasia? Aphasia is a devastating condition, they say on CNN Health, that steals a person's ability to communicate, making it difficult to write or speak or even understand what others are saying. They go on to say, aphasia is caused by damage to the language centers of the brain. Aphasia is often, they say, the result of a traumatic brain injury, an infection, or tumor in the brain, or a degenerative brain disease such as dementia, according to the American Speech Language Hearing Association. People with aphasia can have problems finding words, use words out of order, speak in a choppy, halting manner, or use short fragments of speech. They can even make up nonsense words that sprinkle those into their speech and writing. Williams received her aphasia and frontotemporal dementia diagnosis in 2023 from Weill Cornell Medicine. Prior to that, Williams was diagnosed with Graves' disease and lymphedema and had been in rehab for alcohol abuse. Quote, over the past few years, questions have been raised at times about Wendy's ability to process information, and many have speculated about Wendy's condition, particularly when she began to lose words, act erratically at times, and have difficulty understanding financial transactions, according to the statement. What is frontotemporal dementia? So fronto is the front part of the skull. Temporal is the sides, the temple areas. Frontotemporal dementia, or FTD, is a group of disorders caused by a buildup of tau, T-A-U, and other brain cell-destroying proteins in the brain's frontal lobes, behind your forehead or temporal lobes, behind your ears. The condition typically strikes between the ages of 45 and 64, according to Alzheimer's research. Quote, the most common dementia for people under 60, FTD can cause challenges to communication as well as cha challenges to one's or changes to one's behavior, personality, or movement, according to a statement from the Association of Frontotemporal Degeneration. All right, so people, this is important, people with frontotemporal dementia typically live six to eight years with the condition, according to the U.S. National Institutes on Aging. Between 10% and 30% of those struggling are inherited. No, it isn't. Other than genetics, there are no other known risk factors. Holy crap, what? Can't believe CNN even published that. 
Other than genetics, there are no other known risk factors. Although researchers are investigating what role the thyroid and insulin may play in the onset of the disease. All right. All right. There's 13 minutes left in this segment. It is time to destroy this entire narrative. Okay. All right. Now this is hot topic. Wendy Williams, talk show host, TV host, Wendy Williams has the same progressive brain condition that Bruce Willis does. Now, two years ago or so when Bruce Willis said he was stepping away from acting because of a mental condition called aphasia, I want to describe to you what that looks like. For Bruce Willis, if Bruce Willis was reading a script, he found himself unable to say out loud what he was reading or what he was thinking. So as producers, as screenwriters, as other actors or family members would be talking to Bruce, he would think of the response to the conversation, but the words wouldn't come out of his mouth. He would just sit there. And then about 30 or 40 seconds later, the thoughts he had would then come out of his mouth. They come out delayed or not at all, or they can't find the words. So when Bruce Willis announced that he was leaving Hollywood and not acting anymore. People in my circle of influence in the anti-COVID movement, all of the docs started chirping. Oh my God, do you think this is a side effect of the COVID-19 vaccines? And I said, no, this has nothing to do with COVID-19 vaccines. In fact, I'm going to speak to all of you right now. This is Looking for Healing Radio. They are talking in the media about a whole lot of people developing something called aphasia, meaning they can't speak anymore. They look like they're mutes. It's demoralizing to the people with this. And I'm going to share a story of a patient who had this in just a second and how it is we reversed all of their aphasia in two weeks. It was not genetic. There was not, it was not inherited, but I, it's just so disgusting. All right. So this is important for you to understand. These people can't speak. They're normal. Then all of a sudden they can't recall words. They can't say words. In fact, I'll give you an example. I had a billionaire patient, literally a billionaire patient, come into my practice, 2011 or 12, 2011, comes in in his super expensive half a million dollar car, shows up, and with him is his wife, and he has an iPad. On the iPad, he is writing with a pen, like a, I don't know what you call those pens that you can write on a digital tablet. But he's writing with a pen answers to my questions because it's embarrassing to him how long it takes for his mouth to catch up with his brain. So literally, I would ask him a question like, hi, I'm Dr. Artis. What's your name? And he would write his name on an iPad because he could write it faster than would come out of his mouth. It would take like 60 seconds for his mouth to respond. And in about five seconds, he could write his name. So he writes his name. I am Robert. So he writes his name, Robert, Robert. And then every question I ask him, he has to write the answer on a, on an iPad. Now I find out that he created a company that is massively nationally and internationally well-known, but for the last two years, he has stopped going to his board meetings of his billion dollar company because it's too embarrassing in front of his colleagues, not being able to talk. And it makes him feel obviously uh, dumb, silly. Uh, it's just awful. It was awful to watch this guy who used to be very articulate. Now he couldn't talk. So now he's sitting there and I go through all of my questionnaire with this guy. He's been diagnosed with aphasia, what he tells me on writing on an iPad. When I ask him, how long have you had this? He says, I've had it for two years. 
I said, what have you done to try to figure out and solve the mystery about why it is you can't talk anymore? And he says, I have made five individual trips to the Mayo Clinic in Wisconsin, where he stayed for at least a month, five times in two years. So just for perspective, multiply that together. 30 days in a month times five times, that's 150 days that he spent at the Mayo Clinic. 150 days in two years. Is that absurd to you? 150 days at the Mayo Clinic. And I asked him, what'd you get out of your 150 days in the last two years? What did they tell you is causing your aphasia, your inability to recall and speak? And he said, they haven't told me anything. They've only, he writes out on the iPad, they've only told me what it isn't. And I said, well, I don't know how much money your insurance has paid out. And I don't know how much money you've paid out of pocket to go to the Mayo Clinic five times in the last two years. But that's pretty disappointing that one of the most elite, supposedly, institutions on health can't tell you what's causing your aphasia whatsoever. That just showed up two years ago. All of a sudden, two years ago, you can't talk. You can't form words and speak to your loved ones or your board members or anybody. Now he's becoming a recluse because he's embarrassed and life seems unfair. I said, the Mayo Clinic couldn't figure that out. And he goes, no. And I said, great. Well, let me just ask a whole bunch of questions. And then I'm going to go home. And this is literally what I told him. I've never heard of aphasia. So I'm going to go look that up and learn more about this condition I've never heard of. But I have a guy in front of me who has it. So way before Bruce Willis, I knew all about this condition and what was causing it. Because I figured it out in one hour of getting home from work that night. I took this guy's file with me. I took all of his medical history. And within one hour, I figured out what was causing his aphasia. So <clears throat> after learning what I learned, I called this guy back and his wife to come in the next day for what I called in my office, what's the report of findings. So my report of what I found is what I'm about to present. So I sit him down and I had actually printed at my home like five different research studies. And from his medical history, it took me one hour or less, to accumulate all of the evidence I needed. It took me five minutes to figure out what was causing his aphasia. Five minutes at home in my media room, I figured out what was what was causing his aphasia. Now, what's amazing about that is he spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, not only in staying at the Mayo Clinic, he also had to pay to travel and have his wife live and stay at a hotel outside of the hospital. Uh, this was a big to-do and very expensive it took me five minutes to figure out what was causing his aphasia. In fact, in five minutes, I can tell you what caused Wendy Williams' uh, aphasia and Bruce Willis's. I can tell you exactly what's doing it. What's disgusting is, is no medical doctor has told them what's doing it. And then CNN Health, who's interviewing their representatives of these celebrities, are telling you that they don't know either. That it's just inherited. And that it's been a continuing issue. Uh No. All right, so I asked these individuals to come back in the next day in my clinic who were struggling with aphasia, and I asked them, or actually I told them, uh, I said, on your uh, intake forms, I have listed here on the first page for you to tell me what medications you were prescribed and for how long. Now, audience listening, on this guy's form, he had written that he had two cholesterol drugs and a high blood pressure drug that he had been prescribed and had been taking every day, he started being prescribed these. He wrote on his form 
two and a half years earlier. Now, listening to him talk to me the day before, he said, I stopped being able to talk two years ago. When he, when I looked down at his form in my office while he was sitting in front of me, I quickly just looked at what drugs he was on, and I saw he was on two statin drugs and a high blood pressure drug. And both of them said they were started two and a half years earlier. So as, as I'm listening to him, and as he's, well, not really listening, I'm just watching him write on an iPad all of his answers, I couldn't wait to get home to find out, did, did they publish any studies online? where they looked at statin drugs and high blood pressure drugs and side effects of something called aphasia. That's all I wanted to know. Why did I want to know this? Because this guy stopped talking two years ago, but six months before that, he started three different drugs every day, one for cholesterol and one for high blood pressure. So I got home, I looked it up online, and I had five research studies I just handed this guy and his wife as soon as they walked in the next day. Those studies actually showed that statin drugs for cholesterol, there are multiple studies and published problems with statin drugs. And over and over were these research studies where they found people stopped being able to talk as a side effect to cholesterol drugs with just within a year of taking the drug. Well, this was the exact time frame for this guy. And then they broke it down in the studies that people that take statin drugs if they take those drugs and they're in these age ranges from 20 to 30, 30 to 40 years old, 40 to 50 years old, 50 to 60, 60 to 70, it actually stated the individuals who were at the highest risk of developing aphasia within months of starting statin drugs were always in the 60 to 70 year age range. Now, just so y'all know, guess what the age range is of Wendy Williams, Bruce Willis, and my patient. They're all in the same thing. So when I printed out these research studies, asked this guy uh, and his wife to come in the next day, I handed them the studies and I said, did you guys know that statin drugs are known to cause aphasia? And do you know that you started taking cholesterol drugs six months before your aphasia developed? And this is exactly what I said. Uh, did anyone at the Mayo Clinic ever go over your drugs you've been prescribed evaluate their side effects and toxic effects, and then tell you at the Mayo Clinic that it's possible that the drugs you're taking are causing your aphasia. And he looked at me, picked up his iPad and said, wrote no. And I said, you need to stop your statin drugs right now. His wife looks at me and says, that is not happening. <laughs> and I said, uh, I'm sorry, you're not my patient. He is. And I said, you came to me because you are embarrassed, demoralized, deflated, ego-wise, because of your aphasia. Your daughter, I'm looking at the guy, not the wife, because the wife is not the mother of the daughter who referred him. I looked at him and I said, your daughter told you to come here because she is tired and saddened by your condition. And that your entire personality has changed and she wants you back. If you want to return to your daughter and back to your board meetings, all you have to do is stop your statin drugs. And she looks at me and goes, he is not stopping his statin drugs. He is at risk for a heart attack and stroke if he does. And I said, again, I'm going to ignore you because you aren't him. And he is a, a sovereign individual who has his own autonomy and can make his own decisions. And I looked at him and I said, what are you going to do? 
and he writes on his iPad, I'm going to stop the statin drugs. And I said, good. And then I looked at him and I said, I have one more question though, before you do that. I said, uh, why did they ever put you on statin drugs in the first place two and a half years ago? And he wrote on his iPad for prevention. Now, this is messed up, audiences. This guy didn't even have high cholesterol. An MD wrote this billionaire a prescription for a drug he didn't even need. And I looked at that guy and I said, oh, you, you definitely have to stop this right now. I said, you never even had high cholesterol and they put you on it anyway? This drug published to cause aphasia, make you lose your mind, develop dementia, not be able to speak anymore, totally change your personality and demoralize you and your relationships in your entire life. They gave you this drug two and a half years ago for something you didn't even have. You didn't even have high cholesterol in your blood. Then you've gone to the Mayo Clinic five times and no one could tell you what was wrong with you. I want the audiences to know right now. All we did, and in the CNN article, it says they still don't know what causes aphasia. Aphasia is caused by statin drugs. Two weeks after I told this guy to stop his drug, his daughter called me crying, telling me that her dad was back. He could speak on time, find all of his words. All he had to do was stop the damn drugging and poisoning of his brain. Statin drugs cause aphasia. Someone get a hold of Wendy Williams and Bruce Willis and let them know that both statin drugs and high blood pressure drugs are published to cause aphasia, and they need to get off those drugs ASAP. If you're looking for healing and you have aphasia, stop your damn self-poisoning with cholesterol drugs. I'm Dr. Artis. We'll be right back. When God, through his grace and mercy, gave us free will, the will of the people was to live freely. To that end, we fight for the liberty of all. At a time when global tyranny threatens us, as never before in mankind's history. This vision is manifest at AmericaOutloud.news, a site for all who cherish free will and freedom. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Cholesterol, blood pressure, blood sugar, inflammation, and weight. These are all real-world problems that 87% of Americans are struggling with. Often, there are no symptoms, but left unattended, we become inundated with one health problem after another. It's time to fight back with Heal Right. Heal Right is a bar that you eat, but it's food as medicine that addresses the nutritional root cause of health issues in just eight weeks. Developed by world-renowned scientists and backed by 15 years of research, Heal Right is effective, but it's also delicious and works without additional diet or lifestyle changes. Step out of the statistics and use food as medicine. Visit HealRight.com outloud or AmericaOutloud.shop and use the code OUTLOUD for 20% off. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. 
Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on americaoutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, americaoutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use Cofix RX because it works. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. All right, healers, welcome back to the doctor. Another thing, the doctor artist show. Welcome back to Looking for Healing Radio. This episode is being brought to you by the Doctor Artist Show. You should go to the doctorartistshow.com. And uh, for those of you struggling with aphasia, you might want to start uh, taking some things that are going to help you heal faster. You know, you might want to start introducing more fats into your diet. You need to chuck cholesterol, drugs into the toilet, uh, and watch your loved ones or your own mind just blossom and recover. It's amazing. All right, so. We talked about aphasia, Bruce Willis, Wendy Williams, CNN. All right, so now we're going to go back to CNN because there's a hot topic I need to address. find this very ironic. All right, so you're going to find out why I find this ironic if you don't already know this story. Okay, on CNN Health, published February 21st, which was on Wednesday, actually, of this week. The title of the article on CNN Health reads, Colorado man dies after a bite from a Gila monster he illegally kept as a pet. <laughs> this is published by Amanda Musa at CNN. Colorado man dies after a bite from a Gila monster he illegally kept as a pet. Oh, that really stinks. <clears throat> really hate people dying. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to share with you some of the article here. A Colorado man has died after a bite from a large venomous lizard called a Gila monster that he illegally kept as a pet, according to Lakewood City officials. Christopher Ward, who is 34 years old, owned two of these reptiles and became ill after being bitten on the hand by one of the animals. An incident report from the Lakewood Police Department shows Lakewood is a suburb of Denver. Ward's girlfriend called 911 just before midnight on February 12th after she entered the room where, where the reptiles were kept and found that one of them had latched onto Ward's hand. <coughs> LPD animal control officer Leisha Crookston wrote in the report, Ward immediately started showing symptoms, vomiting several times before he passed out and his breathing stopped, the report said. Hmm, interesting. Ward's girlfriend told Crookston, that she did not know exactly what led to the bite because she was in a different room at the time, but said she heard Ward say something that didn't sound right. Ward was taken to a local hospital where he was put on life support and was later declared brain dead, according to the report. Oh, this is about to get hot. He died February 16th. LPD police, sorry, public information officer John Romero told CNN on Wednesday the cause of death has not been released. He got bit by a Gila monster venomous creature. You might just want to write, died by bite. How about that? Crookston told Ward's girlfriend that it is illegal to own Gila monsters in the city of Lakewood. The lizards were removed from Ward's home last week by Crookstone and officials from Colorado Parks and Wildlife and the Department of Natural Resources. Officials plan to re relocate the lizards to an animal park in South Dakota, according to the report. 
26 spiders of different species that Ward kept in terrariums were also removed from the home. Ward's girlfriend says that the lizard who bit Ward was named Winston and that Ward bought him at a reptile exhibit in Denver in October when the reptile was about a year old. The second Gila monster named Potato was bought as a hatchling from a breeder in Arizona. Just in November. Gila monsters, they report, are the largest lizards in the United States and can measure up to about 22 inches long, according to the Smithsonian's National Zoo. The reptiles primarily live in North Mexico and several southwestern U.S. states, including Arizona, California, and New Mexico. The venom from a Gila monster is as toxic as that of a western diamondback rattlesnake, the Smithsonian says. Although the reptiles can hold their bite for more than 10 minutes, they produce a relatively small amount of venom when they do. There is no anti-venom for Gila monster bites, the San Diego Zoo says, noting that a bite from a Gila monster is painful but rarely causes death. The bite of a Gila monster is very strong, and the lizard may riot, may not loosen its grip for after several seconds. It may even chew so that the venom goes deeper into the wound. The Jefferson County Coroner's Office has not responded to a CNN request for a comment regarding Ward's cause of death and whether he died from the reptile's venom. Now, that's the end of the whole article. Now, there's a few things I want to remind everybody of. This is an article titled, Colorado Man Dies After a Bite from a Gila Monster He Illegally Kept as a Pet. I want you to note that he it was stated that when he got to the hospital, he was, quote, declared brain dead. Also, they report that Gila Monster venom is as deadly and as toxic as that of a western diamondback rattlesnake. Now, why is this so important? Um, how many of you have heard of the drug called Ozempic and Wagovi? I just did last week an interview with Mike Adams that seems to have gotten a lot of attention, it appears. I never know which interviews I'm doing and which ones are going to have the biggest impact, but that one obviously had a big one. Uh, Mike Adams has asked me what I wanted to talk about. I said, I want to talk about Ozempic and nicotine patches. Uh, he knew about Ozempic creating problems. Now, Ozempic is a drug currently on the market primarily only in the United States, even though it's made in Europe. A couple of important things about Ozempic. Ozempic is a once-a-week injection being promoted throughout the world as a cure for weight, for obesity, and a cure for diabetes and managing your blood sugar. Ozempic has many names. Majorna, Wagovi, uh, Ozempic. It's called Semaglitude is the actual generic name of the substance, the drug. The reason why this is relevant, Ozempic, Wagovi, Majorno, you name it, whatever else is semaglitude, or if you're drug, there's several of them. I think there's five or six of the drugs now that you can inject inside yourself once a week for obesity and diabetes. They're all GLP-1 drugs. GLP-1 is a receptor in your body on your cells that control digestion. They're primarily on your vagal nerve that goes from your brain to control your diaphragm's ability to breathe and your stomach's ability to empty food and digest food. Now, GLP-1 drugs, semaglitude being the most common one, are actually made from Gila monster venom. In fact, you're injecting once a week if you're injecting Ozempic or Wagovi or Majorno. It doesn't matter. They're all Gila monster venom drugs. And you're just injecting Gila monster venom inside of you every week, once a week. I need to reiterate, there's a guy in Colorado who got bit by his own Gila monster lizard, and he died 
this just this week. In the article, the Smithsonian publishes and states, Gila Monster Venom is as toxic as a Western Diamondback rattlesnake. Okay, all of you people out there injecting yourself with Ozempic, Wagovi, Majorno, you name it, you're all injecting yourself with venom of a Gila Monster lizard, and its venom is as toxic as the Western Diamondback rattlesnake. Do you really think you're overweight and diabetic because you're rattlesnake venom or Gila Monster venom deficient? Really? Did you know that Gila Monster venom not only kills you, like it's this guy just died this week in uh, Colorado from his own Gila Monster venom injection, got being bit by an actual Gila Monster. Uh, if you inject yourself with Ozempic, Wagovi, uh, or Majorno, or whatever the rest of these names are, a GLP-1 drug, inject yourself with Gila Monster venom, did you know that each one of these obesity and diabetes drugs called GLP-1 drugs have a published black box warning to cause you to develop or anybody to inject themselves with this drug for 12 months, they say. They say if you do this for at least 12 months, you will develop every thyroid cancer on earth that is known. They also published, the FDA just added a black box warning that it can cause your stomachs and intestines to be paralyzed for years after stopping the drug. So I would like to ask you, do you believe if you're overweight and diabetic that it's better to inject inside of you once a week a drug that's going to help you lose some pounds that also is going to cause you to develop brain cancer and cause you to have paralyzed stomachs for years, which leads to what happened to this guy in Colorado immediately. Notice it says he started vomiting immediately. Gastroparesis means in Latin paralyzed stomachs. Do you know what the evidence of a paralyzed stomach is? Cyclic vomiting. And they published, the FDA just did, that hundreds of thousands of people worldwide now have paralyzed stomachs called gastroparesis from injecting themselves with these GLP-1 Gila Monster Venom-made drugs called Ozempic and Wagovi. Also, if you didn't watch the Tucker Carlson interview about two weeks ago, he interviewed a, a guy that was in the pharmaceutical industry, and he's discussing Ozempic. Now, why it is they did not bring the only reason why they're talking about Ozempic is I'm sure all the hoopla I'm spreading around the world about Ozempic. But what I found interesting is no one in the interview brought up that it is actually made from Gila Monster Venom. What's amazing also is that this article written in on this man in Colorado this week that just died from being bit by a Gila Monster. How did they not mention that millions of Americans are injecting themselves with Gila Monster Venom that this guy just died from? And these people are doing it every week because it's coming in a little cartridge and in a box that your MD with a white coat said, you should inject yourself with this. Look, if they make it illegal to have Gila monsters in your house, you want to know why it's illegal? Because if they bite you, their venom is deadly. Well, why are they allowing you to go purchase Gila monster venom in a syringe from your pharmacy and then inject it inside yourself if it's so damn deadly and toxic? Ask yourself that. Why do they make it illegal to actually have a Gila Monster Venom lizard in your home in America? Why do they make that illegal? Why do they only make it legal that if you have their deadly venom in a cartridge, in a syringe, you're then allowed to put this injected inside of yourself every day in your own home? A couple important things about Ozempic and Wagovi. These style of drugs for weight loss and diabetes, they tell you once you take them, you're supposed to take them the rest of your life. This isn't like a, hey, we're going to help you lose weight for the next six months. No, no, no. They tell you, you have to, once you start using them, you have to use it every week for the rest of your life. Now, this is important. 
Novo Nordisk is the company that makes Ozempic and Wagovi. Novo Nordisk is in Europe. It is a European pharmaceutical drug company. Did you know, if you didn't watch the Tucker Carlson interview, did you know that Ozempic and Wagovi, which are both made by Novo Nordisk, the same company makes both of them. I don't even know why they have two different ones. They have Wagovi and they have Ozempic. Same drug made by the same company, Novo Nordisk. Do you know that for the last five years, Ozempic and Wagovi have been FDA approved in America? But do you know that in Europe, there isn't a single European country where the drug is actually made? Do you know there is not a single country in Europe that allows Ozempic or Wagovi to be prescribed to a European citizen because all studies European Union says shows that the Gila Monster Venom drugs are too deadly and too toxic for European citizens for the drug to be approved, to be prescribed and sold in Europe. Do you know that in the last five years, Novo Nordisk, who cannot sell its drugs to its own European citizens, did you hear that Novo Nordisk? now is the highest revenueing company in all of Europe and the only country buying its Ozempic and Wagovi Gila Monster Venom drugs is America? How is it possible? The FDA approved a drug being made in Europe. I don't know. Let's talk about conspiracies here. So Novo Nordisk, let's, I'm going to look it up right now. I want to know where what country is Novo Nordisk in? I'm going to look at it right now. Y'all just stay there. Don't leave. Novo Nordisk. Country of origin. Novo Nordisk, country of origin. All right, here we go. Novo Nordisk is a Danish multinational, not multinational pharmaceutical company headquartered in Bagsvard. Novo Nordisk is in Denmark. And it says here, uh, it has production facilities in nine countries. Novo Nordisk is controlled by majority shareholder Novo Holdings, which holds approximately 20% of its shares and a majority of its voting shares. It employs 48,000 people globally and markets its products in 168 countries. All right, so what do they stu- it says here Novo Nordisk manufactures and markets pharmaceutical products and services speci- specifically diabetes care medications and devices. Its main product is the drug semaglutide that I mentioned earlier from Gila Monster Venom, used to treat diabetes and under the brand name Ozempic and obesity under the brand name Wagovi. It's the same thing. Novo Nordisk is also involved with hemostasis hemostasis management, growth hormone therapy, and hormone replacement therapy. The company makes several drugs under various brand names, including Levomir, Traceba, Novolog, Novolon, Novo7, Novo8, and Victoza. All right, so that is what Novo Nordisk is. It's in Denmark. All right, so I have a question for all of you. Why would the FDA in America approve a drug made in Denmark, but no single European country, after reviewing all of its research on human clinical trials has never been approved, never been approved in any country in Europe. Then I'd like to remind you that Ozempic and Wagovi, both from Gila Monster Venom, cause every thyroid cancer on earth. I mean, sorry, every thyroid cancer known to man. 
It's also published to cause years worth of suffering and cyclic vomiting that make you lose your job. You should read the stories on CNN starting last year about the millions of people around the world who are having paralyzed stomachs and cannot work anymore, can't take care of their families because they're in the bathroom vomiting up to two years later, every day, all day. The venom doesn't leave the body. It stays in there for decades. I think I should, and here for Looking Feeling Radio, create an antidote and my recommendations for people struggling with cyclic vomiting effects from Ozempic. All right, so I just want to reiterate here. Colorado man died last week from a Gila monster venom. Gila monster venom is inside Ozempic and Wagovi. Ozempic is marketed for diabetics. Wagovi is the same exact drug being marketed for weight loss for obesity patients. No one who's overweight or diabetic has a deficiency in Gila monster venom. Gila monster venom is deadly. It just killed a man in Colorado last week. Stop allowing your loved ones or yourself to inject yourself with Gila monster venom. You are not overweight or diabetic because you were not injecting yourself with enough Gila monster venom. No human is deficient in venom. But the pharmaceutical industry, the pharmaceutical industry wants to convince you that venoms are therapeutic. They are not. They cause death, paralyzation, which is how it's causing paralyzation for people who are actually losing weight with this drug. They are paralyzing your digestive tract. As a result, the food doesn't move through your stomach to go poop into the toilet. So now you're going to throw it up as it sits rancid in your intestines. All right. It's enough of looking for healing radio for this week in this episode, I think. Remember, the only medicine is natural medicine because natural medicine first does no harm like Gila Monster Venom does and like Naloxone does in vending machines around the country. There's so much we have to unlearn, and I'm grateful to be able to unlearn it with you so we can learn something much better, something filled with love, with logic, and with light. Healer, you are a being of light, so remember that when you're looking for healing, to always look within first. May God, the Almighty and author of all things, shine his divine light down upon us, everyone we love, and surround us in the protection of his warm and healing embrace. I'm Dr. Brian Artis. I am founder of the Dr. Artis Show. I am also CEO of Artis Labs. This is Looking for Healing Radio. Make sure to make sure to tune in tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific. And until then, I say to you, I love you, and I'm grateful for you. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.